winter seasonal is over exodus won, and they did it in a great fashion we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about maybe how their memes helped them win we're going to maybe talk about how some melee is going to be coming into memes we also got mosca back he's going to be showing us uh, his next cartoon unveiling it live on the show this is episode seven of hell let's talk It's a good jam. <laughs> it is. It is a good jam. Did you just? <laughs> did you just love it? That intro. I, a little I, well, I, I was the make or break for the show. I was like in China. It's either happening with that song or it's not happening it at was, all. That's a, that How was a true you? story. So we're, we're, <laughs> we're making the show up, and Digi goes, "I don't care what the show is like. I don't care about the graphics. I just want the best intro song." Uh, so we got it. It's a full 10 minutes of it. We could just let it play for a while. Uh, could go, give her a go <laughs> some other time, though. What you drinking yeah. today, bud? Uh, to tonight, uh, or this afternoon, whenever you're watching this video, I got a little bit of Yingling lager. Uh, what do you got going on there? Hornitos double oak-aged uh, tequila. Aged in the whiskey barrel. So you know, it's like we keep combining this, a little bit of my best of both worlds of the tequila and a little bit of the whiskey world. So I'm I'm in heaven. It's yeah. pretty good stuff. If we keep um, doing but, this enough, maybe we could get some sponsorships. Like, you know, we'll get the, like, the, the developers like sponsoring the show along with like a brewery. We uh, land that liquor deal. And I swear, I don't think this show will ever have to end. Uh, yeah, no, no, one, no one saw that angle coming. But uh Digi, we, I mean, our, our Discord channel is filled with guests today on this oh, show. It's, it's, it's going to be a packed show with a lot of good quality guests. I can't wait for this one to unveil. Yeah. Um, but what have you been doing in gaming, Sean? What's what's the well, latest and greatest? You know, I, heard, I, I said at the intro, Exodus won, which means that we did it. <laughs> so, we, you know, we, we, we had a we, we faced against WTH. Uh, we lost. And I think a lot of people it was like that sigh. It was a good battle. It was that size, mm -hmm. so I think a lot of the camp and a lot, you know, I've dove a little bit back into Crusader Kings 3, guys playing different games, uh, kind of, you know, we talked a little bit about the pregame, this is maybe the eye of the storm, the calm before the storm. It's the calm 9. before the storm, before Update 9 drops, I think everybody's starting to kind of wean a little bit down on the HLL as we kind of ramp back up for Update 9, and I think everybody's just getting their little bit of diversity in their gameplay uh, around in, around our camp, at least, that we've been noticing. So yeah. I definitely see things starting to pick back up uh, next couple weeks. Looking indeed, forward to indeed. that new Well, let's go ahead and, as normal, a toast. Uh, I think it was a, we give a toast to, uh, if there's anything that the training camp community or the Hell Let Loose community allows you to do is see how good our community is compared to these other ones when you dive into Squad <laughs> or something else. So I'm going to go ahead and toast today to the community. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. All right, all right. Let, let's go ahead and jump in. Um, you know, we, we talked a little bit about, uh, or the, the developers talked about Update 9 coming, and one of the things they highlighted most was the the melee. Or Get melee. ready. And is it melee I mean, or melee? They, they dropped this little note in the uh, Dev Brief 117, and that's all it was uh, covering. So let's talk how is it being implemented there um in sean what can we expect yeah. with the knives the the shovels and hell who knows maybe throw a pickaxe in there yeah, what, let's see what say, yeah they, they have i think right now you if you were on the pte uh you got to see the shovel you got to see the the bayonet or the or the knife but they did mention bayonet in the dev brief but uh, mm -hmm. one thing i did like is that uh you get to hit a button and it immediately selects to wherever that melee weapon is in your kid and attacks with it 
they said a quick attack. It's nice. A quick attack. Yeah, because uh, there's one thing, and I, I get this like running squad leader and then switching over to like recon. Like your um, pocket watch is not the same button, and it annoys the hell out of me. But you do seventy percent of your time as squad leader, and then you switch over, and it's not six. I think I think you might be onto something there. Maybe we need a hotkey for the uh, the pocket watch deployables. Hmm, well, possibly that might not be a bad idea if you've that- got it implemented for this melee. I'd like to see yeah. a quick drop garrison, please. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> they're going to come out. It's going to loud on that. Um, they, one thing that was interesting about this, which I could definitely see some uh, jousting happening. Uh, is that different weapons will, <laughs> will have different ranges and different attack speeds. So, you know, it kind of like I, I've been stuck on Game of Thrones catching up on that one. You know, do I, do I have my long sword or do I got my daggers? I, I know. I shake your head. I come out with man. a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Khaleesi. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, no, we're not going down that road. OK, yeah, yeah. But no, I think I think the the fact that it's it's not just one dimensional. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, there's, there's this, there's a lot of stuff in the game, like with the car versus the grand is how asymmetrical do you have it as far as a, um, balance game versus the realistic mill sim. Uh, I, I do mm-hmm. like that they're, they're kind of putting it there. I'll be curious to see if one truly is an advantage over the other one, but the, re- the reality of it is it, either way, it's going to be a one, one hit kill. So if you can and, and amen to that, I mean, I come from a lot of games where the melee, if you get in close, you've earned it at that point. Right. Yeah. I just as long as it's not glitching through a wall or it's not, you know, you're jerking a lunge at 10 meters away to get that melee kill. Life's good. I think uh, it brings a very dynamic elements of the game that's been sorely missed because how many times have you gone into that damn house? You're trying to be quiet and slowly take him out and then yeah. sure enough you know it's like that one gunshot on the second floor alerts everybody on the third floor so this will yeah. be a nice nice Im- implementation to see a little bit more elements of stealth and maybe you know the bonsai charge gets in there too but oh. i think it's it's gonna be a lot of fun times with this uh getting implemented and it was definitely appreciated when they we heard it was coming so indeed and star lord star lord here in chat actually says imagine melee and grenades only <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, Let me click title. a couple toggle buttons, turn off weapons, and now what do we got? We yeah. got a foy battle. <laughs> uh, this, the show title for this one is for the memes because uh, uh, this is. I think this is the point. I think uh, you know. I'm seeing you, some you, organized matches with just melee yeah, only. Yeah, it's, it's going to be coming out there. Uh, one thing that uh, though, if you talked about, you know, hey, I'm coming around the corner, I'm sneaking up on this guy. If you happen to be the guy looking out the window, all of a sudden you turn around and you see Digi there with that, you know, Joker grin on his face. <laughs> uh yeah maybe maybe uh, maybe a stretch there but anyway there's no defense if if the guy's got if he's got a in range there's no parry there's no um you know defense moves i'll i'm okay with that um if you if what's missing and and i kind of there's only so much you do in melee but as i look to kind of the other games that uh, have melee involved there's no dog tags there's no cosmetic collectibles you know every yeah Everybody tries to do this stuff with the dog tags. Walk, this is just- walk the, keep walking the line we're on, uh, Debs. I think this is still that good balance. You got your arcade. You got your realism. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's not like have an animation where I bend over and grab dog tags. Like that would just yeah. be way too overblown. Keep it simple. Keep it straightforward. Keep it fast paced. And that's what I think. What's really nice about this is some of the animations is just boom, dead. You know, like, and then you're moving on. You're not, you're not stuck in a 10 second cut scene of you hacking a dude's jugular. Like it's, well, it's straight got- to the point. And we got it up on the screen. It's going to be bloody. I mean, you talk about the like the bombing effects in oh, this yeah. game, like make you feel this when you melee someone it, uh, like on the PTE, you know, 
uh, without getting into the specifics, you knew that you just meleeed someone, you know, like because of the splatter or whatnot. And a red handed man, you're hearing uh, a little bit of blood soak on the fingertips. Uh, you know, that that's a really dynamic element. I think that's it's <laughs> what are you looking for? The guy with bloody hands and, you know, you got you just got a melee killer. Like <laughs> <laughs> you just look over, you see like a NVIDIA from, you know, Exodus. So I'm going to kind of highlight them. You know, he's just a killer. And to uh, see him, he's just going to be soaked head to toe. It'd be awesome. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway uh so uh reaction what, what are you thinking digi uh overall on well, it? well you know my impressions again I, I i think it's a good implementation i come from a lot of other games where it's always been a component and i it does play in certainly i mean there's always that close quarter encounter you don't know when it'll come and hell you know you'll just be walking a hedge row and you see some dude uh, just laying prone looking the other directions chop you know like that's the moment or you're walking through the house you know chop 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 you know it's gonna come it's gonna definitely be used um it's just gonna be a matter of like it's you might not you might go through a game where you don't use it all and you might go through a game where you use it a hundred times you know it's really dependent on the situation um at hand but i think it's a very necessary tool it's gonna kind of progress some of these interactions a little differently than bang you know (laughs) like it's 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 a little bit more quiet of course yeah so yeah I, I think I think it's like you say it's it's not going to be a game changer. We're not going to see anything happening. It's it's uh, I, I can see situations where I'm not saying it's ever happened to me, but where you shoot so badly on a Thompson or whatever that both of you are reloading at each looking at each other. Hey, I'm all for it because again, I I'm you know hate me or don't but i do not believe in swapping to the pistol i don't think it's ultimately worth it at this stage no. it takes too many damn bullets let alone the time to pull it out takes a little too long i'd rather just reload my main weapon blah 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 and then yeah. let that that let that go down but if now you're saying i'm in within that i forget what it is in the real world like the, the knife roll if you're within 10 feet you're you're fucked <laughs> like maybe you see that engagement where you know you're just you're both terrible shots or you're just ran out of your last bullet and you do do a head-on collision for you know that melee kill. Let's yeah. see what happens. Well, you know, there's there's a Instead reason of swapping phrase, bullets because I know yeah. you probably have had the experience too, where you swap a bullet and you both die. Yeah, what about simultaneous melee kills. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you know, like what are the what are the what's the probability of like hitting that at the exact same moment of each other? You know, and <laughs> so what one thing that did come up in the Discord, which I thought was interesting when I kind of put it out there, we do a little bit of a. Uh, chatting about this was like hey i'm gonna remap this b uh, that's the only thing i really don't like about this is the b key just doesn't feel natural uh for me reaching to so i was like hey it's gonna be a mouse button and if i what i found out is that everybody has got a different uh mapping for everybody so for me it's probably mm-hmm. gonna be my thumb button on my mouse i do use all the uh, default communication channels for command squad and uh, local digi, are you going to be keeping the B or are you going to be remapping? I'm not going to be remapping. I think it's going to stay probably on B for now. Um, I just don't see my probability as going that high. You know, I'll, I'll use it. I will use it. And don't yeah. get me wrong. I It's got to get its its turn. But I don't see myself actively pursuing it enough to put it on my mouse key. I use my, my two. I, I, I'm not a fancy man. <laughs> um, I have two mouse buttons. And, you know, one is for map pull up, which is always handy. And the other one's for squad communication. So those are my two most used functions. They'll stay on the mouse until I upgrade or I don't know, like get those 16 mouse button. Key, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm old school in that sense. I, I play games where it's been V. I play games where you didn't have a shift and shift was the bash key. So, yeah. you know, like I think it's it, it'll be used. It just won't be used on enough frequency for me to reroute um, my my 
by mouse. So you get, get good luck. That's what I'm saying. You can charge me all you want. I'm just going to turn and shoot you. <laughs> so <laughs> like yeah, if that's you- the case and you see me in the battlefield, um, I'm probably going to shoot first bash later. So we'll yeah, see. Uh, it's, it's clean. So that was dev brief. Uh, number one seventeen. Uh, talk about the melee. Uh, you know, I, I think we've beaten it to death. No, no. Okay, stick a fork in it. We're done. Okay, enough mm-hmm. bad puns. I, I'm trying to work, write this for my guy and his channel. puns, and he's a young <laughs> father. Everybody, he's a young father. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So let's go ahead and move on. Uh, the other uh, news that came out uh, talking about maps updates, and I, I think uh, when you when you Boy. look at the maps, like it's the basic. I didn't the game, see this you? one coming. I didn't see this coming. You know, it, it really fundamentally the maps is what lures me to play this game as much as I do. As I like the historical relevance, I like the design layout. On certain maps, um, but I, I think it really makes that, you know, it's just such a dynamic range. You know, you're not channel like COD where you're going through three lanes, right? You're you've actually have opportunities to flank and move around and use your cover effectively. That's what I like when I see these maps. I mean, I think their artistic style is so on point, as Moskant was saying last last season from another artist. Like, again, I think their artistic view and vision in their map creation is really good and we like to see these get revamped mm-hmm. but yeah 118 let's talk it maps 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 sdm rework this is the first i've heard of this but uh it wasn't on the roadmap so it's kind of came out of the blue that we were a little bit like whoa you know it's yep it, it's coming so like i wasn't expecting it and as you can see as we flip through on the um the twitch feed here is like these look gorgeous i like the dynamic lighting they're bringing in a darker as we've all been asking for night maps we've all been yeah. asking for a little bit darker maps a little bit different experience was you're playing through these areas like i think that's great what they're trying to do here um but what comes with the maps is also these game modes that came out in the 118 um is they're talking about eventually doing an offensive mode for every in-game map we play um yay diversity and that really le- means less german rampage with the at guns on the cliffside so like <laughs> we're gonna see some more cycle of uh more maps being uh, played offensively and i'm all for it but for the love of god please change that first point either have it <laughs> capturable or just get rid of it completely like because yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just more time delay for the offense to just uh, just go and i guess formulate well, but it, it, it I- needs makes no difference yeah i think i think if, if if we had a look at what that one point does the 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 reason to keep it is it does allow a soft time for the defenders to set you, the you already get 120 seconds isn't it and you know before the game but, but even starts but Come you're on. not in game actually building anything so if, if anything it acts as like a hey i'm active i don't know it gives ever, def- no. it, sure it gives the defense if they're actually playing defense enables them to build the structures but it just it just seems like there's could be a better way to do it, whether that's let the offense get a little bit of a head start. And I'm talking yeah. much, but just a little head start um, and just do away with that. And then you actually have some engagements for some actual fighting. Yeah. You know, well, it's- <laughs> you're, you're hitting on a key point about the offensive mode. And they talked about the dev brief. Yeah, it needs reworking. Of, it does need reworking because a lot for a lot of people like a warfare is a hard 90 minutes. For offensive mm-hmm. mode, if you go extreme on it, you got what the first point at thirty minutes, and then you got four sets of well, three sets of two, and then what a last one. You could have a two and a half hour match. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. just it's just I've extreme. been there. <laughs> I've been there. I've seen my really good offensive games where you grind it out every last point, and you're heartbroken as a defender, but yep. maybe you hold it out on the very last point. It's, it's rare. I've I've only really I think in my fifteen hundred hours, I've only held 
the final point on offensive maybe three times out of oh, playing yeah. that map mode thousands of times it's yeah. like it's so hard to do when it's on the last point you're like all right we'll just get see on the next one yeah. it can happen but again little tweak well, maybe maybe we find we- that that perfect balance that we always want to see um but what else comes with that so you know the other chatter was the utah beach offensive mode oh my god they're bringing boats to utah so i mean it's already been organized on omaha beach so i think the core components and the art design should really be there and set and they really get it primed and looking nice really quick so i look forward to that i'm all for more boat chaos i think it it does add another layer of dynamic that you won't just get on omaha and if the germans aren't shooting ats off the cliff it's fun. It is fun rushing out of the boats. You know, you get your your uh, band of brothers or uh, sorry, uh, Saving Private Ryan moment on, you know, oh, <laughs> just storming the beach. Like, I think Tom it's Hanks really fun. Rolling out there. So I look forward to that. Now, um, as far as new maps, uh, you know, why don't we uh, do Juno Beach devs? Hmm. Ooh. Hmm. I think Close, I think uh, we're probably we're pretty, pretty good. Fight. Yeah, we're we'll down for <laughs> European. Yeah, but maybe we're down. I believe Juno was the British. Uh, was that the British landing? It's the Canadians, man. Oh, come yeah. on. The and it Canadians. was one of the harder fights. Just putting that out there. Just definitely just one there. of the harder fights. So is that you actually know, Juno I, Beach on your background right there? Is that is that? Juno? Oh, we could say so. Just for, okay, let's uh, go with it. Let's go with it. <laughs> <laughs> but we could I, say I, that. I think I think the, the boats uh, when you're new to this game and the you know, like uh, Call of Duties, all, like, all this stuff, riding in that boat is a is an epic moment for any game. Uh, when mm-hmm. you're past like the five hundred hours, a thousand hours, I think it's kind of like okay, let's get the OP on the beachhead and you know move up. But I, I'm happy to see a second landing because that really, truly does uh, add uh, 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 kind of those uh, epic moments to the game. Uh, as far as yeah, map changes, it, it feels more realistic to like what yeah. actually happened historically. So like again, I'm all for that's what draws me back in is the map relevance to its history. It's tied to. So yeah. just keep keep with that tradition. I think it's it's a great idea. So, so there's what so what else do we changes? got here? Yeah, so the map changes. Uh they talked about um you know making some uh, everybody loves it, the micro terrain. <laughs> you know, changing around some of the micro terrain, affecting the grass. This is one thing I I pulled out. They said basically increasing the uh cover range, which I'm gonna go ahead and translate as height of the grass to where if you're laying down in it, it actually acts as a, a benefit to you instead of a hindrance without affecting performance. Um, they, you know, they've done a lot of optimization. They're getting, really getting into the point now where they want to get into optimization. Um, and I think it kind of gets to the point when you're talking about that micro terrain and hedges and everything is how much do we love this immersive environment as opposed to, uh, how it affects gameplay. You know, it's, uh, there's, there's a lot of people that run uh, purposely with settings lower than the creator has because they want that gameplay optimization and they're willing to sacrifice a little bit of uh, the immersion. Not to mention there's, you know, um, how do you say advantages, straight up advantages with bushes <laughs> not even showing? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Know. I mean, it's 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 like how far do you push that envelope? We don't want to take it to the savanna and we don't want to like, you know, yeah. freshly groomed grass and, and and have one advantage be to the other. It's just finding that niche where, yeah, concealment's concealment. I mean, if you can't see them, you know, the other adage, if they, you can't see them, they shouldn't be able to see you. But if, you know, it's just where your eyes and the camera, of course, are pointed um you, you might have a foot sticking out there here and there but yeah. ultimately there, you should have some coverage yeah now there was one other line did you i think we pulled out of here talking about trouble spots that oh gosh trouble spots talked- specific maps yes yeah. so i mean what do you got as far as like what's your top 
strong point location imbalance in your mind. Oh, like, it, what do you it, think? It, it is what I just presented up here on the screen. It's Foy. It's Foy. Yeah, it, Foy you know, it is Foy. There's no hiding. It's Foy. We'll ask Heidi this. I mean, he's he's in Discord uh, with us, so he's hopefully hearing this. But I think Foy was an option on the winter seasonal that nobody played on because if you look at this, all three midpoints are on the German side with mm-hmm. two of them being right on the edge of that German. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's I mean, dugouts, if you get dugout, you find a little bit more balance there. But Southern Edge, you get West Bend. It's like it's it's got to go to the Germans. Like, did you, did you, please. Can we not talk about dugout? You were commanding a, a, a army yesterday against us at dugout. You got oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that epic. It was just yeah, it just slaughtered us. But anyway, it's, pub, it's pubs, man. It's pubs. It's pubs like things, pubs. things happen. <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about pub games. What happens uh, in pub yeah. games stays in pub games. But uh, I, I think, you know, and, and without specific coming out, just that trouble spot on specific maps, looking at this strong point in balance. And this is where I'm hoping that with how great these maps are, that they come more to that balance. I love to see a little bit of adjustments. I love to see West Bend maybe move a little bit further south to where mm-hmm. the German approach on the north also maybe has some forest, some kind of choke points for artillery. Because if you're the allies coming from the south on West Bend, you're just in artillery alley all day yeah, long. Yeah, and we're always going to continue to argue with the grid lines. It's just that that's the grid line structuring as uh, it currently sits. It's got to influence this, right? We've been over the nuances of how that mm, yeah. does have its hampering and its pros and its cons. So, like, again, as it currently sits, if we're going to keep that methodology, maybe we need to just squish it down just a bit. And, and but we did, I, we do we have did it with. Act- yeah. We, and we did it with the weapons. Think that way too, yeah. devs. Like, I mean, we had the moment with uh, nobody wants to play with the, the car 98. And, you know, th- now the Germans have a lot more SMG uh, options and a lot more weapons to choose from. So there was some balancing here and there, you know, with the weaponing uh, balance. And it's always been kind of been yeah. getting moved. I mean, there's there's bumps and there's nerfs. And I think maps, you know, that that is one of your core characteristics of the gameplay. I think that does need some a little bit of refinement here and there, especially when you're looking at that. You're like, oh, yeah, well, and it (laughs) takes it out of a comp sense. But yes, based upon the success of the winter seasonal and other competitive matches, I think the more balance they can uh, give to these maps, the more replay value. I know for us, it was a St. Mary Glees. I think we played like three times in a row, three times over the seasonals. Uh, We were ready to move on. Uh, my fact checkers mm. here uh, actually uh, just put out there that three games were played on Foy, um, so during the winter seasonal. But uh, out of all the games we played, that's a small fraction. So uh, this is this is something I'm hoping to see. This is something that I don't think a lot of players will catch uh, onto uh, the majority until they see it, and a lot of the competitive players or people looking at metas uh, will see it, and the average player will just kind of notice that maybe it's actually a little bit easier to take Southern Edge. Uh, on Foy as allies than it was before without really understanding uh, the reason. Mm-hmm. So all in all, I, I think this is good. Um, I am hoping the uh, St. Marie Dumont uh, map change uh, is more successful like the Utah map change was. I'm not sure if the Hurricane map change was as successful as all the previous revamps. So um, we'll see. We'll see. Either way, it, it needs some love. We keep Indeed. giving them love and I think it, it just keeps getting better. Um, what do we got for... I mean, I, again, I missed the second PTE. I'm just terrible for getting in those public testing environments. But <laughs> were you taking a part of that? When was I, it? I did. Uh, they, yeah, they put they posted up there. Uh, you know, we talked about, hey, if they did uh, uh, back for update eight, they did two PTs, one to just see the PTE server was up and running. And then what actually did test this time 
they did a PTE a couple weeks ago, and actually on, I think it was March 3rd, if I remember correctly, uh, they just did a surprise announcement. Like, okay, we're running a second one mm -hmm. to actually get the commander abilities in there, level 10s. Uh, I was consumed with work, so I wasn't able to get in there. Uh, it, this, the, the execution of the PTE, I'm glad they did it. We talked about it in the last show. I really hope they do a second PTE to be able to flush these mechanics out more. Uh, the communication there, if you wanted to sit down and give it, it was just like, oh, hey, by the way, Hop into the server if you want to run a PT. Ah, I'm glad they did it. Um, execution could have been a little bit better, though, as far as communication. Organizing the times. Yeah, no. And that and that's just we keep getting better with that. So, and, again, yeah. we got a PTE. Let's continue to use it. I think it's a great opportunity to test out this new stuff. Yeah. And, and hopefully, I mean, if, if anything else, update nine needs to land with less bugs than update eight. I know that when update eight came out and you had all the TTKs, all that stuff, uh, it was uh it was interesting. So anyway, that was the news. Uh, we kind of talked about at the beginning of the show how uh, it's kind of the calm before the storm. A lot of the developer briefings have been uh, a little bit kind of more uh, talking about what's coming, not these grand mm -hmm. uh, updates over the last period. But one thing that they did talk about in the last update, which I think is awesome, talking about the community enrollment, is they specifically called out. I think let's go ahead and bring them in here. Uh, Heidegger, what what was the term that they called you? The the community bastion, if you were the bastion? community bastard, bastard, bastard. I don't know, you know. <laughs> uh, Welcome, Heidi. I don't know. I don't remember. Hello. <laughs> I don't have it. So, uh, you know, highlighting the uh, winter seasonal and specifically the finale. Uh, but really, I think it was hey, that was just mentioned that. But Heidi, you talked about what sixteen hundred people actually uh, registered on teams or eight hundred people actually playing. Uh, between well, all uh, since we have the full scoreboard, uh, I think uh, like bearing some small uh, inconsistencies and mistakes, but there is 1k players that actually took part in the tournament itself. So awesome. there was like, wow. yeah, one, well, yeah, exactly. That were present in the game, you know, for, for yeah. whose we have st stats that because they died or killed someone. Yeah. Mm hmm. And that's that's a that's a huge core component. I mean, you're a thousand players. That's a lot of people. Yeah. You know, you're talking this size of the game. That's that's just crazy. And again, a big shout out to you, man. We love you because I uh, thank you for pulling all those knuckleheads together, because I'm sure it was an undertaking and a half to get this all to run as smoothly as it did. I know there was some early struggles and, you know, bravo, Heidi. Thank you for putting it together. And we look forward to the next one. When is the next one? <laughs> it was a pleasure. Uh, well, the, it will happen. Uh, Around spring, summer, we are a bit late in the, um, like in the in the seasons. But since we'll take a break uh, for the fourth one, uh, you know, it will happen on May, mid May, May June, something like that. So, yeah. if those of you that are interested in getting into Compsing, this is a wonderful tournament to take part of. Start playing with some communities. You might be able to get into this uh, next opportunity for the HL seasonal. It was just yep. a wonderfully cool. run tournament. Indeed, indeed. No, so. And what, let's kind of go, go back before we just kind of stop talking about the next one, Heidi. Uh, looking mm -hmm. at this seasonal, mm -hmm. uh, what were some things that you kind of took away, like some lessons learned, if you will, of things you definitely want to carry forward or maybe things that might change going forward? Well, there are multiple aspects, right? Uh, there is uh, uh, the, the management of it itself, uh, which I want to, going forward, uh, engage more the different communities in the different teams in the running of the seasonal itself it's uh, in the dna of seasonal like uh, from the start to be uh, you know a collective enterprise and not something that is uh, run from the top and that's why we always had the team reps voting on everything etc mm -hmm. but since it's getting 
quite a lot of uh, attention and as you mentioned so many players i think it would be nice as well you know to have a team of moderators from different clans and things like that having make it really a community driven effort which it, it is already you know but uh, like enhance that aspect Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward as well to admin cam in update nine, and I think uh, the streaming aspect, which we kind of started on this season with the uh, Dasseltberg streams, right, which were really good, but still limited by the fact that we have no admin cam. So I'm looking forward to mm, working on all of that uh, and the streaming and how we can set it up and work with casters and stuff, which is really, I think, fun and interesting. Yep. I hope as well that update nine might bring some variety, you know, in the meta of the game. Because, uh, uh, as you mentioned, uh, like we can see in the stats that, like, eighty percent of the games are won by the team capping the middle point first, you know, <laughs> which is a bit, uh, let's say, mm-hmm. very swingy and problematic, you know, for a competitive environment. Like we know that Hellet Lewis is not made for competitive, but uh, the current settings are for sure right now a bit uh yeah like i said swingy unbalanced let's say because it, right. it can feel frustrating when i think i think that's a key thing I'll, I'll kind of maybe expand on is that you know the developers and i'm sure you've had conversations with them some of our leadership have has said mm-hmm. look we're not really worried about the competitive scene during early access but really the community has just consumed so much of this game that like man we, we can make this so um the thing is, uh, like like we discussed uh, the, the last time, competitive is no different from public games. You know, it's just because the players are better and organized. There's no specific rules. It's, 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 it's fifty players versus fifty players that know what the hell's going on. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's it's the game u- using its tools to its fullest extent. So I mean, I think it's one of the purest forms of like, well, is exactly. the dynamics there? Like that's that's really you know your techniques are they're no different than in pubs. It's just now you got like four or five more squads that know what the hell's going on and that really makes a big difference and, <laughs> and it really amp- it amps it up a lot i mean you're yeah. you got you're more on the ball because the other teams are more on the ball and that's yeah. it also showcases what is kind of broken in the game not only in mm-hmm. the aspects for the guys and placement whatever we discussed this already but also for instance if you look at the stats like artillery getting like doing going full genocide on every player in every game you know yeah, yeah. Gla- glavi you gotta take a week off when we play you or something <laughs> oh, again, you know, it's, well, yeah, yeah and of course the team that is 3-2 has much more ammo so rt mm-hmm. can just shoot for the whole game and it can feel <laughs> it can feel bad it's stagnant yeah and, and those stagnating factors just really get amplified again to that experience it's you're going to press the advantage and then you're just waiting for the other team to make the mistake. And then maybe you get the midpoint back. But if that never happens, then you're 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 in it for the grind and it may never happen for you. So that's so I, that's the way it and is. That's one thing I wanted to say also, which is kind of interesting and nice, is that since Seasonal has brought so many players together and has shown to all these players, maybe these more broken aspects that you maybe don't uh, feel or realize as much if you play only public games. And I think you know, we could and should, as a competitive community, try to be, you know, heard and vocal about this uh, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because I think, I, we are a large part right. of the player base. <laughs> yeah, it's a large part of the player base, and it's obviously a you know, we, it's the competitive or organized, however you want to say it, uh, is um, at that upper level of the learning curve. You know, they they have gotten to the learning curve. They've maybe challenged or found a different way that the developers intended for something to work and used it differently. 
Um, and that's important, especially in early access games. So um, in, in a sense, in essence, you know, the, the competitive scene is doing uh, robust testing for the developers mm-hmm. while making the community tighter and tighter. And I think that's one thing I want to highlight, too, is I, uh, in, in the Discord you set up, there was, after every single match, there, uh, there was you know, love and respect uh, sent on uh, both sides. Um, I know for the KRT OC match that we had, it was like we walked away like, dude, we do not want to face those guys again. Why, I you, keep, why do you keep bringing this up, man? Dude, I was it, like, I it's so crazy, man. It, it just gets uh, you right on the end of the the. Oh man, again, just again, the community is is there. I think we're all there for the same reasons. We enjoy the game. We enjoy each other. I think it's just fantastic what we combine. To create, and I really think everybody's emphasis is in the the spirit of the sport. I mean, I think everybody sees the competition. It's just a way to better play the game um, and enhance their someone's enjoyment. You know, again, you're using you. all the tools to their fullest ability, and it's just a lot of fun. So, so how do we we talked we talked about how you know community uh, brings it on? If someone didn't participate in this last winter season mm-hmm. and they want to participate going forward, uh, you know, they they got maybe 20 people, maybe they got 50 people that we don't, you know, we haven't heard of yet. Um, how, how do they get a hold of you? What's the, what's that process look like? It's very easy. So whenever I'm uh, set on the dates and have worked on some promo material or something, which is, should be during the week or in two or two weeks or something at the latest, uh, the sign up will, will go up for spring and then any team, can just register through there uh, and it's going to be available both on Discord and on the website which is currently being worked on uh, which will be hlseasonal.com but it, for, for now it's uh, barren but yes mm, yes so so let's and go also, yeah 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 and then they just send it and I want to emphasize again that alliances are, are encouraged for like if you're a bunch of small clans maybe you have 10 to 20 people and you want to play only you know, teams of 50 players can register, but you can very much just make an alliance, a few uh, band of little clans, and a few people did this in this seasonal, and I think it was a great experience for them. Yeah, I think it was awesome to see how many, you know, combo teams we we saw come into this. I mean, I think there should be, you know, a part of that webpage, maybe you get, like, just a hub for those smaller groups to get together. Like, hey, you know, like, where are you based out of? Like, what's your time zone? Can we work together? I think that's uh-huh. awesome. You know, I'd Good love idea. to see that expansion. Well, and before... Before we get out of that, too, I want you, you mentioned the promotion materials. One of these, I mean, mm-hmm. I think there was a, 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 a spark that you created, Heidi, kind of took a flame of all these other things. You know, Das Alberg, I think uh, I think he's going to be mentioned Dots. on every. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be mentioned on everything. The quality of production he was able to put out, the posters that came out of this was just amazing mm-hmm. to see the creative community come up and have pride for their team, respect for the matchup. And it was just high quality uh, posters. Yeah, granted, there were some memes too, which we'll maybe get to a little bit later. <laughs> but, a lot of uh, monkeys. Uh, yeah, what I think uh, is also interesting is that you know Dasselberg got upwards to 300 views, you know, on Twitch, yep. which, like for the finals, which is <laughs> for Highlight Lose, basically 300 times more than what they usually get, you know. So uh, it's quite interesting to see that yeah, people want to watch that for some reason because when you play it, sometimes you don't you <laughs> yourself don't even want to be there. But uh, yeah, I think. Uh, the competitive side is really what could save Hell It Loose, you know? <laughs> oh, well, I was going to say, save might be, I think, uh, you know, because the game is growing. I think it, the better way is that 
It's what's going to retain. Keep, it keeps it keeps it grounded, keeps it retained, it's keeps retained, it moving. Yeah. I really see these, uh, you know, changes. They again, we'll say it and we'll say it a thousand times. What happens for the pubs happens to the comp. What happens to the comp happens to the pubs. They're intermingled as much as the, you know, again, you, there's only so much uh, play between the two. It's just the skill base within them and the organization. Um, but they both influence and bounce off each other. So now, now, Heidi, if you're saying save hell let loose from itself of walking down the wrong path, I'm right there <laughs> with you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that I think that's a valid point. So uh, just just as we before we let you go here, I want to kind of get a little point of questions. We still looking at 16 teams next season or is it going to be based upon how many people mm-hmm. register mm-hmm. Think about expanding it? Yeah, so it's going to depend, of course, of how many teams sign up. Uh, if we get 16, then it's perfect. We just get 16. Uh, if we have less, which is possible, uh, 12 is also possible. 14 is also possible. We can 24, do... 30, 42. How's your sanity like, Heidegger? Can you pull this together? I know you can. Come on. Yes, I can. <laughs> and, and that was the jump we saw from the first edition that mm. the training camp was a part of. You know, it was smaller. Then right, it jumped yeah. up in size. So I think like the expansion's great. I mean, it's just crazy to see. I mean, that community, uh, you had a show on the community list not too long ago. There's a lot of communities in Hell Out Loose. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to all um, rearing into that. Asia and Oceania. Uh, like, uh, I know mm-hmm. there's like two, two big Australian teams. And as we know, like uh, there's been a lot of uh, um, Asian players as well you know the, recently mm-hmm. so I, I want to try to get in touch with them and get them in because i think that would be interesting oh hell I, yeah i have to look More at team the, names uh, i can mess yeah. up <laughs> yeah, <perfect. laughs> i have to look at the server side of things you know i would like to get uh, i don't know a, try to, a way to figure out these uh, ping problems that might happen and also server instabilities that are now a bit hard to control so working mm-hmm. on ways to fix that as well yeah yeah i think uh, i think the uh, just it's going to stay short, though. That's the main thing. Like, it's going to stay two months. It's not going to last longer than that. It's already long and very burnout heavy for a lot of players. So, yeah, even if there's more teams, we're going to find a way to squeeze it in, you know. Perfect, mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. So that, that's look forward looking. But let's, let's not, uh, let's not uh, you know, just close the chapter on this winter seasonal yet. Uh, let's go ahead and bring Exodus. Before we do that, Heidi, I, I appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate everything you do. Uh, any everything, final- man. Thank any- you so much yeah. for your your talent in organizing. Again, can't say enough. We appreciate you and what you do for the group. Yeah, um, any, again, any final he's a bastion, a community he's, bastion. He's got the crown. Right. Hold on, it's over there, right there. He's got the <laughs> crown. Uh, any final comments before uh, we bring in Exodus here, the champions? Uh, congrats to Exodus. Uh, it was a very good game, very very close, and yeah. Uh, Looking forward to seeing everyone in spring seasonal. Awesome, awesome. So thank you, Heidi. Without further ado, thanks, Heidi. Uh, I, I don't. I don't I'm, I'm, I'm kind of scared to hit the button because uh, Heidi, we we got we got Wakanda. Perhaps. Oh, he's already yeah. smiling. He's for already smiling for the memes. That oh, that boy. is the face of a oh, victor no. for the memes. Yeah, yeah. Is and it, we're also enjoying. He's right there. He's right there. He's having fun. Uh, who's not on the camera right now also joined is uh, Nunja Pulver. Uh, Wakanda Ninja, you guys want to go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, starting with Wakanda? Hello, um, Wakanda, perhaps. I'm, pl- I'm an admin in EXD, and yeah, apparently a seasonal champion as well. How long have you been playing, Wakanda? Oh, God. Oh, since last year. I, don't know, I have like 1,500 hours on this g- epic game. 
<laughs> so you knew a few yeah. things. That's good. What about you, yeah. Ninja? Can you tell us a little about yourself and how long you've been playing? Uh, yeah, I'm also an EXT admin. I've been playing like I think six days after the game came out on Steam. Nice, okay. a lot of hours. Now, were you a were you a um, Kickstarter uh, backer on it, or did you just come out after on Steam? Uh, just as it came out on Steam. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Saw a few it's... videos, and then after two days, just went out. Fuck, I'll buy it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's how my my purchase went. I was like, oh, World War Two. Oh, kind of like this. Oh, OK, boom. And now I've you know, I've settled in nicely. So <laughs> it's a lot of fun to play. But let's get started at the beginning. How did your community get together and why Exodia, Exodius, Ex, Ex, Exodus? Exodia. Oh, you how did you guys come together and mm -hmm. why is your name what it is? Uh, well, yeah, basically came from another clan. Uh, mm -hmm. There was a lot of uh, a big group of us. Yeah, so, we were all friends at the start of this, and we just uh, we were we we're good together. We played the same game, and we we're like, ah, what 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 if we make a clan, guys? You know, what what if we we can beat other people up in the game? Of course. Got to clarify that. Yeah, we just uh, made the team, and uh, eh, well, it started glowing, growing. So how many uh, how many of you guys were in that core kind of core group that uh, the genesis of Exodus? I I think it was like twenty people. Okay, mm -hmm. up up there, it was uh, it was pretty good start, I guess. Most of them still play the game as uh, squad leaders in our Exodus one team, of course. Uh, yeah. Do you say Exodus one team? How many uh, comp teams do you got? Well, technically, we have two because of the amount of people we get now. The That's second two one is fifty man uh, teams. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a so lot you went of growth. From, yeah, you went from twenty to one hundred people. Uh, yeah, and uh, we're a bit new still. We're about like seven months in existence. So uh, okay, so so before we because we, we got we got to talk about that 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 right there is uh, is kind of coming out of nowhere and where growth is. But, but let's before we get off of that, why the name Exodus? Is it because you guys came from another community, <laughs> or is it because you guys are taking in all these orphans from other communities? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, we actually had a better name, in my opinion. In most All of right, people, lay it on us. Give <laughs> yeah. us, give us some history here. So, so there, we had a vote, and the winner was uh, Glovy's Angels, right? Uh. After Glovy himself, as he was, uh, <laughs> he was the main man. That man the makes me very feet, curious. With just an artillery uh, piece, with just like these angels floating away yes, from it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Blesses you from the sky. <laughs> Too many times, oh my lord! Yeah, gotcha. It was taken, so we went with Exodus because you know Exodus from another community, and then yeah, it all fell goes together, I guess. So, so obviously, you yeah, you guys, whatever you're doing is working. It's working in two ways. One, you won the winter seasonal after, and I I, I don't think a lot of people realize the path that you had to get there. You beat the fifth place team, the fourth place team, the third place team, and the second place team twice. Uh, to go undefeated you had the hardest draw out of anybody and you were successful now you're telling me that you got a hundred competitive players also that are looking to be on this team so what yes. makes you guys what makes you guys so unique or you know what's what's, what's your culture like why, why are you drawing all these people in uh, hard to say right like like what why do people join other communities you know uh, you can't pinpointed on one uh, single thing right it's just multiple things together i guess we can just um, provide an experience i guess that 
other community can't. I mean, we we do we do weekly trainings tw- twice mm-hmm. a week. Okay. We do fifty v fifty only EXD, right? We used to do it fifty EXD versus like a mixture of clans, you know. Because but now we came so far, we just do fifty fifty EXD members, and yeah. Yeah, and I was still about to, just about to ask you, like, what do you find your guys' competitive advantages and running weekly trainings? Like, that's that's a really novel concept, and I think that has paid off dividends for you guys, especially as new yeah. as you are. Um, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, makes me think that uh, you know, again, that's just yeah. pushing the boundary to that next level. I think uh, you know, it's that's that's what the game's coming to, and I think we're really it's the the level of competitions just getting that much more uh, impressive yep. each go around. I think that's awesome. Yeah, the maturity yeah. of maturity of it is. I know for us competing the last winter seasonal, we you know the a rising tide lifts all ship uh, ships, and everybody's competitive uh, uh, approach was more on point, more prepared, more organized. Mm-hmm. So let's kind of and, and Ninja, I think you're gonna actually give us a little sneak peek here. Let me go ahead and pull this up on Strat Sketch of how you guys actually prepare. And uh, I've got Strat Sketch up here. And, I see the uh, big brains. I, yeah, I see some John Madden <laughs> color coordinated. You want to walk Look at us those through? dotted lines, man. Yeah, you want to yeah. walk us through a little bit of this? Or how you guys, you know, what, what does your battle rhythm look like preparing for a match? Well, it basically starts with, like, we're trying to figure out, like, what do we need to, uh, like, what's the map about? What do we need? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How is the map uh, played, pretty much? And we try and sort of work around that. And there's a lot of input uh, from a lot of people, we do the training, so you learn a lot. You test some stuff. Some stuff works. Some stuff doesn't. And then it's basically usually me and Blasher sit down and draw up all the strats based on everyone's thoughts and ideas and what we've got done in the training. So it's sort of we sort of act as the filter to sort of make a more concise plan where everything sort of works together. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then we draw now- up all of it. I see you have St. Marie Dumont, which was the map that you guys won yesterday. Was this actually your strat that you executed yesterday? Yeah, we tried was, to. yeah, we tried to, but then abuse if I had a bloody MG over here and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was that was one of the greatest moments. So let, let me do a favor if if you want to kind of like zoom in a little bit on the central point because it was Rue, um, and for another clan or another community looking to kind of mature their uh, their planning on this, you kind of want to just give us the a little bit of run through on um, what the colors mean. And I noticed you got some kind of like, is those phase points with the different dots? Uh, well, the dots are just usually because it's, uh, it looks better than the uh, full one when they're squealy. Gotcha. So the <laughs> full one is just the initial first move. And then the uh, dotted ones are more what we do after that. Okay. But yeah, each uh, squad has their own color just to make it a lot easier. And then we sort of make this sort of overview for each of the potential points sort of this like. So we all have all of that prepared and then we make one for each squad so they all know what they're meant to do. With Some more. sort of potential, you know, yeah. what's the follow up. That's cool. man. Yeah. I, I think that's. And that's, I mean, that's, that's the big planning that you need, you know, when you're going to get into these events. I think it's this is, you know, we do it in house as well. Uh, training camp. We don't have as many dotted lines, but you guys. Yeah, the strats are perfect. One thing I want to highlight yeah. on there, you talked about, I think you had a cone of view or kind of overwatch on one of those uh, overlays. Yeah, yeah, this one, for instance. Yeah, I think and I think this is this is where a lot where you, you talked about kind of like, you know, Heidi talked about saving the game and. You know, this is what kind of keeps us on there. This is really when you start understanding the maps and how, whether it's mm-hmm. designed, 
and those line of sights. Um, I think that's a critical thing uh, for you guys uh, or for anybody that's going to be up and coming to uh, understand and specifically call out and understand why this hill is important and what it does yep. and doesn't allow you to see. Go ahead. So what was the question? <laughs> No, I just wanted to highlight it. I just wanted to highlight it. <laughs> and Sean, no you hit that beer a little too hard. You didn't even ask the question. I didn't get a second beer. You know, I, I, it's it's embarrassing that I have a talk show and suddenly, you know, I'm the one running out of alcohol. You know. um, no, but, but yeah, mean, no, this is a good insight. Again, I think any anybody who's looking and watching this video, I take take the note because Stretch Sketch, it's a free program. It's really wonderfully uh, designed. You can bring in all the maps, uh, work it over with your teams. I mean, but you know, however long it takes you and whatever you want willing to commit, I think this is a great tool that's that's available to us uh, to really improve the amount of gameplay. Yeah, um, it's very simple. Mm -hmm. Breaks it down so Wakanda can understand it. So, yep. so, you, so you guys have your practices. You guys yep. have your strat sketch. Anything else that comes from the preparation side to become champions? Uh, well, we also watch a lot of other VODs. Break mm -hmm. down what happens in those games. I show you. The one we put the most effort into by far was Outskirts. And we yeah. watched the how WTH <laughs> played, so we sort of put all the timings uh what they did against you guys. <laughs> so you're you're like, saying you guys wouldn't be here without us. I, I I'll take that. Yeah. Okay. I mean I, I, so we would we prefer it was outskirts. outskirts. <laughs> yeah. We would rather yeah. play outskirts than Ru. Yeah, yeah. If, we, if we got outskirts, that truck probably survives and we get our ATs behind yeah. them for oh. the mines. That 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 MG, I don't think he realized how critical it was in the moment. Obviously, watching the replays. If you guys don't know what yeah. we're talking about, let's go ahead and set this up. Ninja, do you wanna you wanna talk about a little bit about your plan and then Wakanda, you talk about how WTH responded. So Ninja, what was the initial plan on that right side of the map? Yeah, the plan with the uh, truck basically is we set, have four of our AT guys in trucks in that truck. And so the game to sort of go around because like we the Axis had the better truck uh, tank set up mm -hmm. to begin. Correct. And the, is it where it spawns? No, nah, more like we get the tiger, we have the panther, they don't gotcha. have the 76 yet. Okay, no, no, that's and, sorry. Yeah, so the idea pretty much is we should win the initial starting fight with our tanks, but then the key is to stop them reinforcing with the 76 yeah. tanks, which would be a real problem if that gets going. So we said yeah. we're planning on setting in our AT guys. They all have pre-planned uh, uh, AT mine locations and spots mm -hmm. where they're going to move. And their job would have been to completely stop any reinforcements from their armored divisions, yeah. which are just very, very important on demand. And, and Wakanda, what happened? <laughs> we got swindled by a single MG. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, if you get a chance to go back to Das Alberg's, I think he's clipped it. Uh, if it hasn't, yeah. it's, it's got to be a clip. You see it from the perspective of uh, Wild Bill jamming in his recon. And there's the transport truck, and they're running for the caps being taken. And then all of a sudden, you just see all these little blue dots on the ground. <laughs> and it's like, what happened? But I think that was great. So, uh, Digi? Uh, yeah, do you have a favorite moment um, while playing in this seasonal? Was there a particular battle or, you know, like, what was your favorite match or moment from either of you two? Well, I think uh, mine would be, well, I have two favorites, right? Against uh, KRT and Spit. Uh, <laughs> well, when it was still spit, right? Uh, we just we prepared mentally so hard for that game. We, uh, it was just uh, I don't know. It was pure enjoyment beating them. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, and yeah, well, and and I, 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 even even after that, it all the memes. That's great. 
all yeah, the memes. And, and it was because the they memes. came over from Squad and said they talked yeah. this big game. And it's it, like it's like uh, you have ten hours in the game and start shit talking. You know, it doesn't yeah. go, doesn't yeah. check. And here you guys are putting in the the weekly practices, doing the strats again. Yeah, you mentally prepared. I think you guys came ready to perform and you did execute. So congratulations, uh, Exodus. Congratulations, Wakana, Ninja. You guys, Exodius, Expedia. uh, You guys were just fantastic. uh, And we look forward to playing. The training camp looks forward to playing you guys again. Just putting that out there. Um, And we'll definitely come back more prepared. So maybe maybe XD two is ready to take you guys on <laughs> Ninja. Real quick before we get we wrap this up, did you have a favorite moment for uh, yours or something uh, closing out from the winter? I really season? liked our game against you guys. It felt very uh, the pace of the game was very good. It always felt- I I didn't play you guys, so I'm that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. I missed that unfortunate. week. So. Unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna hang my that head. Might have been the, the, the determining factor, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was commanding that game, and let's move on. All right, so if, if, if anything else, that game was at least a bit more quicker than all the others, you know. <laughs> well, and, and I don't know if you watched the view, but like I just made the call. I was like, "Look, guys, we're we could one for this one, or we could just like push it. I'm done with this shit." <laughs> but so I'm gonna put up here, uh, Wakanda. It would not be a show without Exodus or without Wakanda if we didn't actually uh. have some memes up here. So let's go ahead and put Bongo Cat up there. And uh, ah, this yes. is going back Bingo and forth. Bongo. Bingo Bongo. There's Bingo Bongo. Bingo Bongo. Who you want to tell us a little story behind savior. this one? Well, he just appeared out of nowhere in the seasonal <laughs> chat and blessed us with the beautiful images of Bingo Bongo Cat. Bingo uh, Bongo. Yes. As okay. you can see, it's very relaxing. Very relaxing. And then the last <laughs> one, we got Monkey Flip. For the Monkey memes, because this is yeah, this is it, really why you guys do the winter seasonal. There's no prize money. There's no yeah, that whole, that that whole Discord chat was uh, monkey monkey yeah. madness. <laughs> I mean, so every it, every day I'd go in there and I'd see a new meme about monkeys. I did not know I there mean, were so uh, many videos. The, the only thing you get out of this is just bragging rights, right? Like, yeah. like you get into our argument with someone. And just, oh, did you win seasonal? Ha, I didn't think so. Get out of here. Oh boy, here it is. And on that note, I appreciate you guys for making the time and congratulations on your guys' win with the HL Winter Seasonal. Um, I think everybody in every community is looking forward to playing you guys in the next one. Um, thank you, Wakanda. Thank you, Ninja, for showing up. And Sean, yeah. any closing remarks? Uh, I would say if you guys want more monkey flips, you want to be part of the championship team, if you're listening to this one, how do they get a, how do they get reached ah, out yes. to you? How do they, how can how do they, they get join? bigger? How can they get bigger? Because they need yeah. to, right? Well, how, do, how, do they, how does someone join Exodus? Well, it's just join the Discord, I guess. It's uh, the invite li- link is ex- uh, Exodus Clan, and yeah, that's it. Honestly, just get in. Uh, and, and and since the new uh, monkey flip things, you have to post a video of you doing a flip. That's the only requirement. <laughs> oh, Those are some steep requirements. <laughs> yes. So, all right, guys. Uh, Ninja, any anything final you want to say? No, not really. It was a great uh, tournament brought by Heidegger. A lot of effort, and it really showed, I think, in the quality of the tournament as a whole. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. So, uh, Exodus, great having you on here. Uh, I, I would say looking forward to running with you guys again, but I want you on my side, not against <laughs> us, uh, because it's it's high quality. So, thank Gotta you. Do that. <laughs> All right. Well, 
We, we said we had a load of guests on the show. We had, you know, we had Heidi, we had Wakanda, we got Ninja, and we are joined once again by, and I have to make a correction here, because he went through a whole episode of us all slaughtering his name. <laughs> Mosca, meaning fly in Spanish, correct? Nope, oh, gotta hit the push and talk there, buddy. No me escuchas. Oh, there you go, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> There yeah, is. Artistic Genius is back on, uh, and we are looking forward to him every week. So this is yeah. great. Look at his T-shirt. Look at his T-shirt right now. What are you wearing right now? This is uh, <laughs> he's got merch, I man. Done, um, I have done a, a T-shirt of the um, silly circles in Hellelus. I was thinking about um, making a floating circle over my head. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so. I have to say thank you, and this is this is going to be awesome. A little kind of announcement live on the show here. Uh, Mosca had such a great time. We had such a great time with him on last episode. He goes, "Hey, is it okay if I just reveal my next uh, cartoon on your guys' show?" And we said in a heartbeat, "Yes, okay, you're welcome here in time." So, uh, Mosca, do you want to go ahead and uh, before we unveil it, do you want to kind of tell us a little bit of story about this uh, cartoon? Uh, what ca- how it came to be? Mm, yes, uh, in, you know, I have a series called uh, Hell and Loose Beasts and Fantastic Beasts and Where to yep. Find Them. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the number 14. Okay. Yes. And it's about the, the bad people who kills another players on the tracks. Yep, team killers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in, in public games, it's very usual to see the people shooting at you. So can you show Yeah, let's go ahead and put it up here. So what we what we got here, and then we got both the the sketch and then the real one come to life, which if you want to check on the previous episode to see how this kind of matures in there, but uh the truck bandit. Truck bandit. <laughs> yes, Bandi- have... Bandito. The bandito. Bandito? <laughs> in Spanish is bandido. Oh, okay. Benito. Ah, there it is. So yes. uh, I, I, I love this one. I know you kind of showed a little bit here. Uh, I, I love that. You know, that truck is mine. And uh, yeah, I think we've we've seen it. We've seen it. Uh, yes, I've seen it. I felt it, man. I, I swear <laughs> I've been shot out of too many damn trucks. And it's usually the engineer that, you know, doesn't think for the forward garrisons on the opening drive. I mean, there's like, yeah. what? <laughs> you shoot your commander. Yeah, Come on now. They don't want to, to walk, I think. No, they don't want to walk. I no. think uh, Helilus is the best walking simulator in the world. Quite visual. You either got walking simulator or a Euro truck driver. <laughs> like no, do- dodging yeah, potholes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and was say, this, this reminds me, you got the supply truck posted up here. I love the bullet holes. I love the guy, you know, out of the landing over the hood. But uh, the one that always gets me is if you get the transport truck, because of that 10 second spawn wave, you get it like, oh, wait for me. Oh, wait for me. Oh, wait for me. Wait for me. Oh, and you, and you get like and three then, waves and finally we got to go. And you get the one person that gets pissed off because he's on wave four because uh, he doesn't have a solid state drive on M2. And then he starts shooting at the transport truck. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. There's only yeah. two spots, man. There's only two spots. Yeah. No room so, for you. <laughs> I hate in the in the HQ because there are, there are people spamming 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 every ten seconds and one guy another guy another guy. It's, 
helpful. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. No, so I I, I think this one's great. Uh, uh, we'll go, go ahead and we, this will be posted up on uh, Reddit here shortly for everybody to enjoy. But if you are watching this live, you can sneak peek at it. Uh, I, I, I honestly, Mosca, if somebody wants to buy that shirt. If you play yeah. Spotter so much, where where can somebody is that shirt available to the general public? Nope. <laughs> not, <laughs> He's uniquely his own. Yes. This is only for me. Um, this is uh, from the developers. It's not uh, my creation. Oh, the, so, whoa! Jono, Danny Ar for the t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, oh, perfect! Awesome. Perfect. Awesome. That, and that's not how you know you're getting a good, a good recognition there, which uh, it's definitely earned. Too uh, cool. So. Uh, Go ahead, Mosca. No, I say that I am the only spotter in the whole game. So it's only, <laughs> it's only one. I was going to say, you, you, he is the spotter. If anybody else tries to pretend to be a spotter, you don't have the shirt. You don't have the art. You don't have Mosca. We're, we're lucky enough to have you here. Uh, thank, thank you very much, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. So we'll, we'll see you next week. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the hero-only segment here, Digi. Yeah, we didn't really have too many. Um, there was nothing that was meriting the zero page. So we came in with the heroes, the KRT guys. They pulled a, a funny clip for us this week. Um, it just builds off a of last episode zero post. Yes. Um, so look, KRT squad gets behind the cop and they have a little bit of fun in their advance to take Hill 5. Yep. So let's go ahead and. Uh... Get this plane here. Roll clip. Roll in the clip. Right, hello, team. I've got a nice challenge for you. Two minutes to take Hill 5, and you will be rewarded with a crystal. <laughs> so we see them coming in here, spawning in from the southern side. Mm -hmm. Having a little fun, though. The crystal. The search for the crystal. Get locked inside that the is the cap, best way to come in gentlemen. on Hill 5, in my opinion, if you're solo squad attacking from the south, not the north, because you get trapped. It's a little well, bit flatter. And, and, and then everybody expects you to come through the canal, so. Yep. And we're going to notice something here that I, I think they're having fun, but look at him. He's looking up. He sees what plane it is. He's calling out. That was a recon plane. Now, if we, we watch a little bit more here. Having a little fun to the soundtrack. <laughs> And now they hear the heavy plane coming in. Everybody gets Run. to the bunker. Rise up, gentlemen. This is the bunker room. <laughs> and that's just very good situational room, awareness, crystal. too. You, you know, always be checking one. what's coming in and the skies because you can see it, you can hear it. Morgan, you got me an absolute creep. <laughs> so, yeah, so so much to love there uh, from our folks or friends over there at KRT. Uh, the fun that they're having with the game, the squad. Yes, they got one squad back there, but they realized there's no garrisons. We're watching the planes. Everything perfect was done by KRT. I had to highlight this as a hero. Uh, so congratulations there, guys. Boom, the hero stamp. Hero and, stamp. And like I said, Digi, no zeros. No zero. I mean, there was... Uh... Not to alienate anything, but I think there was just nothing that merited that uh, my my cowbell for this uh, this episode. So <laughs> I think we can kick it into the show closing. Wow. What an action packed episode this has been, though. I think we got a lot of interviews going on. I like to see where we're building through. And like I said, you know, yep. what do you got for me to wrap it up? 
Well, I was just going to echo what you said. I mean, this is a show when we said, you know, go back to the pilot. We want this to be a community show. And this is <laughs> this is showing exactly what we what we love. I mean, the guest list was high here, seeing everything. Uh, hope you guys are looking forward to update nine, possibly taking a little bit of a break coming out of winter seasonal. Maybe the scene the winter seasonal got you uh, that, that, that little itch that needs to be scratched. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, but another great episode. Yeah, we're just finding ourselves in that calm period uh, between the intensity of that winter seasonal match and any comps and then the big update nine. So I keep finding that thrill in the average pub match, but the gaming sessions are getting a little bit more spaced out at the moment. But I'm really looking forward to the update nine and seeing what that has for us, as well are the rest of the organized community. So see that uptick and just seeing the peak amount of players go right up as soon as that drops. It'll be really exciting. Um, But I think it's worth saying that the game continues to have a forward progress and it's all the way working towards its official release whenever that may be. So thank you all for watching. We wish you well and see you on the battlefield. Bye.